Hey guys, welcome to my first ever podcast, Girl Talk with Victoria Chic. Um, so I did a little vote on Instagram, what you guys think I should do it on. Um, I, I literally like true crime ones, they're what I listen to, I'm obsessed with them. So I did either true crime or like my life and my recommendations and the th kind of things that I'm into. And you guys voted for my life, so here I am. Um, so today's first episode is going to be top five Netflix recommendations. However, there is actually 10, but I feel like if I do all 10 in one go, I will just bore you all and you'll all just go to sleep and never come back ever again, which we don't want. So I thought I'll do my top first top five, shall we say. Um, so I don't want to ritter on and go on, so I'll bore you all. So I'm just going to jump in. I've got my MacBook here. Um, okay, so first one is Messiah. So I've got a little rundown on them. So it says, Messiah is an American thriller web television series. The series focuses on the modern world's reaction to a man who first appears in the Middle East, whose followers claim him to be Jesus. His sudden appearance and apparent miracles spark a growing international following casting doubts around who he really is. It also gets invest investigated by the CIA. So the critics around Messiah say that he faced, it faces significant backlash ahead of its release because more than 3,500 people signed a petition condemning it as evil and anti-Islamic. Someone, another critic says it's found that the plot lacked momentum and most reviews recommended skipping it altogether. Um, and then another one says it was corny, painful and modern day portrayal of the second coming of Christ. So that's number one. Number two, which we've probably all seen, Stranger Things. So Stranger Things is an American science fiction, drama, horror, web television series. <laughs> that's a mouthful. It's set in the 1980s in the fictional town of Hawkins, Indiana. The first season focuses on the investigation into the disappearance of a young boy amid supernatural events occurring around the town, including the appearance of a girl with psychokinetic abilities. I'm probably saying that completely wrong. They took inspiration from strange experiments that took place during the Cold War and the real-world conspiracy theories involving secret government experiments. The nearby Hawkins National Laboratory performs scientific research for the United States Department of Energy, but secretly also does experiments into the paranormal and supernatural, including those that involve human test subjects. Inadvertently, they have created a portal to an alternate dimension, which is called the Upside Down. I love Stranger Things. It's so weird. It's one of them where it's like, Obviously, it's not believable, you know, it's all like science fiction, but it is just so good. I love it. So a little series overview. So the first season begins in November 1983 when Will Myers is abducted by a creature from the upside down. His mother, Joyce, and the town's police chief, Jim Hopper, all go search for Will. At the same time, a young psychokinetic girl called Eleven escapes from the laboratory and assists Will's friends Mike, Dustin and Lucas in their own efforts to go and find Will. So the second season is set one year later which starts in October 1984. Will has been rescued at this point but few know of the details of the events. When it's discovered that Will is still being influenced by entities from the upside down 
His friends and family learned there is a larger threat to their universe from the Upside Down. So the third season is set several months later in the days leading up to the 4th of July in 1985. The Starcourt Mall has become the centre of attention for Hawkins residents, putting most of the stars out of business. Hopper becomes increasingly concerned about Eleven and Mike's relationship while still trying to care for Joyce. Unbeknownst to the town, a secret Soviet laboratory under the Starcourt Mall seeks to open the gateway to the Upside Down, allowing the entities from the Upside Down to possess people in Hawkins and creating a new horror to deal with. So the critics for Stranger Things are, it's too predictable. It goes from being really interesting, deep and unique show in seasons one and two, to a generic, bland and very predictable high school show in season three. Nothing really changes in the story, it's a filler season. And I kind of get that. I think with a lot of series, um, like Netflix kind of series, you always get season one and two that's like so binge-worthy and, you know, you you literally watch one after the the other if it's possible for you to do so. And then I feel like when you get to season three and maybe onwards, it's just like hard then, you know. It is actually like a filler, like they say. Um, So that's number two. So number three is Top Boy. So Top Boy is a British television crime drama series. So there's a guy called Duchesne. He's fled to Jamaica where he's getting by working in his cousin's car rental shop when he makes a business deal with an imprisoned drug lord named Sugar. He returns to some house to sell Sugar's products and becomes Top Boy once again. However, a new crew from London Fields, headed by the ruthless Jamie, won't stand for Duchesne stepping on their turf. Sully is in prison and is caught in a power struggle with Murdy, who is a murderous drug dealer who ran the rival London field gang in Duchesne and Sully's absence. When Sully is released, he reconnects with Jason and Jem to begin selling in Ramsgate. Meanwhile, Driss, having suffered a stroke that has left him partially disabled, struggles with his responsibilities upon Duchesne's return. Jamie attempts to assert his dominance in the borough, driven to provide for his younger brothers while Duchesne attempts to regain control. So the critics for that is that apart from the convincing setting, this was by far the worst acting and dialogue I have seen in a while. Screenplay feels like the most wannabe try hard, cringy dialogue and gangster talk and who casted all these people who are very clearly lacking acting experience. I think that's quite tough. Um, and it says abrupt conversations with mechanically timed responses. Some of the plot device is so generic, it's insane. These guys, like whoever writes these critics, are literally so tough. Okay, so number four is Ozark. So Ozark is an American crime drama. I literally finished. So there's three seasons to Ozark, and I finished the very last episode on the very last season last night. Um, it took a while to get into but then I was obsessed so it's about a married couple who are forced to relocate their family to the Ozarks to launder money from Mexican drug cartel financial advisor Martin who's known as Marty Bird suddenly relocates his family from the Chicago suburb to the summer resort community of Osage Beach, Missouri after a money laundering scheme from Mexican drug cartel goes wrong Martin must make amends by setting up a bigger 
really sorry about this. That is my cat playing on the laminate floor. So after a money laundering scheme for Mexican drug cartel goes wrong, Marty must make amends by setting up a bigger laundering operation in the Lake of the Ozarks. When the birds arrive in Missouri, they become entangled with local criminals, including the Langmores and the Snells. Okay, so the critics for the Ozark are, not only does Ozark feel unoriginal and tired, but it comes across as a vanity project for star executive producer Jason Bateman. So he's the guy that obviously produces it, he's also the main star as well. Another says it's a dark drama that wants to be Breaking Bad, but it's just not up to par, which I don't actually agree with because I don't like Breaking Bad. That will not be on my top any list, let me tell you, because I just could not get into that. Um, and then another one says, Ozark has the potential to be many interesting things, and the fact that it commits to none of them makes it feel like an overextension. Okay, so my last one for today... Oh my god, the cat is literally crazy. So my last one for today is Homeland. So number five is Homeland. Homeland is an American spy thriller television series. Are we going to stop today, Bella? Or are you just going to carry on? My very first podcast. Are you feeling left out? You want to take over? Yeah? Okay. So the series stars Karen Matheson, who was a central intelligence agency officer with bipolar disorder, and Nicholas Broder, who was a US Marine Corps scout sniper. Matheson had come to believe that Brody was held captive by Al-Qaeda as a prisoner of war has been turned by the enemy and poses a threat to the United States. The series focuses on a storyline that evolves from this premise together with Matheson's ongoing covert work. So the critics for this is they took what was going to be a good spy thriller and turned it into a forced, cringeworthy love story. I was disappointed when it turned into more of a soap opera. Another one is they had a good plot, but madness of Carrie Matheson was just too much. Some of the worst writing in a TV series I've ever seen. Unrealistic circumstances, topped by contrived plot, predictable by a mile. I just don't understand how people can watch or even enjoy this rubbish. God, these guys are literally so tough. Right, guys, so I'm going to end it there. Like I say, I've, I have got another five, which I recommend. But I'm going to end it there on my first five, just because I don't want to go on and bore you all. Um, so I just want to thank you all for listening and tuning in. I'm going to be uploading quite often. I just don't know when yet, as I'm need to kind of find a balance between this and my YouTube. So thank you all for coming and listening. And if you come into my next one, I will see you then. Um, thanks again. Bye.